The mainstream media loves to shy away from the simple questions with hard answers that we all need to hear. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Every day on the No Chit Chat Podcast, I bring you the reality of what's going on in our government and around the country. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Old routines die hard, like those multiple cups of coffee and sugary energy drinks to stay alert. Well, I discovered a healthier way to get the sustained energy I need without all the caffeine and sugar. Super Beats Heart Chews. I just unwrap a chew or two in the morning and let Super Beats Heart Chews do the rest. I feel great about what I'm doing for my health. Join me in the new way to start your day with Super Beats Heart Chews. I challenge you to try it for 30 days and give them your feedback. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, and candy for a quick pick-me-up. I've been taking Super Beats Heart Chews for years, and it's an easy and convenient on-the-go boost to your overall health and energy. Make Super Beats Chews an essential part of your busy day. To make it easy to get started, I got you up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. Hurry, it's their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com for up to 45% off. danasbeats.com. Next week's a very big week for the economy, so I read the CEA blog. Is the White House trying to change the common definition of a recession because next Thursday the GDP numbers coming out are going to show that we've been in a recession? So let me say this, you know, the strength of our labor market along with the other economic uh, factors is what, what we generally see in a recession or even a pre, a pre, what is not what we generally see in a recession or even a pre-recession because we're seeing the strength of the economy and the labor market. So that's really important uh, to note there, there because those are uh, key elements as we talk about that, as folks keep asking us about that. The hell does that mean? Somebody want to enlighten me here? What does that gobbledygook mean? Oh. Well, you know, because it's the market. Welcome to the show, Dana Lash here. We're going to try to we're going to try to evaluate what that means. Welcome to the program. Always good to be with you. Uh, can we get into the immediately the Brian Deese? Because this is a, I sent you out a thing yesterday, which I hope that you read it. Because it's three things that you need to be watching for this week, particularly a lot of stuff happening this week. And so I um well, actually, technically, technically, there's like four, but one of them I'm not as concerned about. And I explained a little bit of that in the thing. Uh, but the others include <laughs> the redefinition or the defining of, I guess, I'm not quite sure, whatever that is, of the recession or the transitory whatever. I'm not quite sure. What is it? What, however they define it. Anyway. I wanted to play for you this audio soundbite, Brian Deese, because he's trying to. This is the they're tr- they're all trying to get ahead of this first reading of uh, uh, second quarter GDP. Listen to this. At the same time, we are seeing things slow as you would expect in this context. But the key thing right now is that as we are in this transition, the choices we make now, the policy choices we make now, whether we actually take more action to lower prices and make things more affordable for families, these will help determine how successful we are at actually making that transition. I don't understand what the hell he said there. I thought that was going to bring us like some bigger insight, some greater insight, but I guess not. Kamala Harris stuff. Yeah, that's are the, is, she, are, is uh, Kamala Harris's people, are they all writing the talking points 
for all of this. I'm just kind of curious because it all sounds kind of a little nutsy. So the redefinition of what... It's fascinating to me. The redefinition of what is or is not a recession is the big problem. Because we were talking about some of this yesterday. It, it is... It, I mean, it is what it is. It's a recession. We all know it. You're not going to sit here and try to lie about what they were trying to say. What is it? The economic, um, uh, the the council, the they were they wanted to see if we were actually going to have if it's going to be legitimately a recession or not because you know there's some. It can take a little bit of time to actually determine whether or not um, we're actually in a recession. Uh, there's, I mean, there's you know we we have to wait and see. No one's going to wait and see. No one's going to wait and see. Everyone is going to be basing their next moves on what is happening now. It doesn't matter. It's the National Bureau of Economic Research. And normally, and so what Democrats are trying to do is they're trying to say, well, we're, you know, we're, we want to wait for, uh, to, deter, to, to say if we're going to be in a recession. We want to wait and see what uh, the National Bureau of Economic Research says. Because, you know, they, they're the ones who need to declare a recession. But that's completely irrelevant because, The last time that they did this, this was in 2008. It took them a full year to actually say, literally, it was a year to say that we were in a recession. People are already adjusting their behavior accordingly. I have a number of headlines about investment and consumer confidence and all of this other stuff. The, The whole issue is that we are in one. They're trying to redefine it by claiming all of these other variables. The other crazy thing that they that they're arguing and Peggy Noonan had a good piece on this yesterday morning was that well you we it's really weird we can't be in a recession because look at all the jobs that you have available okay here's the problem with that argument and i've heard it cited again i literally just actually heard it on fox a little bit ago it was a lefty that was on uh but they were trying to argue that well you know there's there's some jobs available so there's there's no way we could be put in a recession right now yeah but the problem is is, is that the jobs aren't filled they're not filled And if they're not filled, those jobs are not producing. And if those jobs are not producing, how are you claiming that they add to the GDP? There you go. Democrats, I think, well, they're in a tough spot because if they in the administration, if they stall this thing out, if they stall out acknowledging the existence of a recession, they're going to further destroy their polling and the economy. Because how do you how are you able to adequately fix a problem that you can't even acknowledge exists? And therein lies that's the that's the big issue. How do you how do you do that? Biden did a uh, listen to this audio soundbite too. Biden had a he put out a video yesterday. No, we're not in a recession. Listen to this. And Mr. President, we're getting GDP numbers on Thursday. How worried should Americans be that we could be in a recession? We're not going to be in a recession, uh, in my view. Uh, We're not going to be in a in a recession, in my view. Well, your view is wrong because we are, Mr. President. We are absolutely in a recession. We are in a recession right now. That's that's the thing. Now, Karine Jean Pierre was really, really trying. Really, what's the one we played? We played six. Oh, no, sorry, we played nine. Play audio sound, no, wait, audio soundbite 9,000. We played that. Let's, audio soundbite 5,000, because they really, and it was Peter Ducey, I think it was Ducey questioning her on this, or uh, I think perhaps, or maybe it was Jackie Heinrich, but listen to this answer. And what is exactly the White House's definition of a recession? 
again, we don't, we don't, def I'm not going to define it from here. I'm just going to leave it to the NBER as, as we have stated of how they define. Okay. Pause this right here. That's what she's trying to, we're, we're going to leave it to the NBER, the national, the national Bureau of Economic Research. We're going to leave it to them uh, to actually state it. Again, the problem with this is that the last time it, it, it takes them months to a year. It, it takes them months to a year to do this. People aren't going to, they're not going to, they're not going to wait that long. People want to know now what's happening. They want to know now. They're making decisions about their finances now. This, this is not something that they're going to mess around with and not, and uh, this is just, it's silly. Yeah, in 2008, it took them like 10 months, almost a full year to make this decision, to, to make that, to have that proclamation. But they're going to hide behind that. They're going to hide behind this as a way to try to avoid acknowledging this. And you don't, and as Kanos, because I, I made mention of the argument that they, they insist that it is, well, the, the existence of all these jobs. But you have to look at the labor partic participation rate. You don't judge it by the number of jobs that are left unfilled. You judge it by, if you're, if you're going to look at that, then you temper that with the actual labor participation rate. That's what you do. That's not what they're doing, though. It's just, it's just, this is, these are people are unserious. They're absolutely unserious. We're going to talk more about this. I got a, a number of things uh, to touch on because, as I said, you know, three things that you need to watch this week. You have to look at the redefinition of recession. Then there's, there's the climate push battle. They had a number of uh, protesters. Weren't they sent by the House to the Senate, I think? They were sent a number of protesters that were sent by uh, House Democrats over to Schumer in the Senate. And they were protesting for climate, whatever the hell, the, nobody cares. Whatever that was, I don't know. Chuck Schumer's not the person that they got to, I mean, it would be Joe Manchin. But Joe Manchin's out with Rona, so he's not going to be, he's not going to be back in the Senate office for some time. If for, I think for the next week, is what he said. Did you guys see uh, Biden's uh, tweets on gas? Yeah. Let me just read the graphic for you. Hold up. It says, he tweeted, For American families looking for a little more breathing room, these savings matter. At current prices, the average driver will spend $35 less per month for one person. Or, set, wait, what did I read? $35 less per month for one person. Pepo, Kane. Person to person. Person. P-E-S-O-N. They didn't even bother... You you can look. I get it. You can sit here and go, Daniel. That's a, that's a cheap shot. That's a that's a staffer that put out a typo. It's the Twitter account for the President of the United States. Thank you. No, you don't get that excuse. Person, you who does this? Uh, there, I keep saying it like there's an R in there. First off, that's not correct. You're actually spending a hundred dollars more. People have done the math on it. But the hell's a person? Person. It's almost like they were trying to write peasant. Or peon. Yeah, or peon, true. Remember when they said that uh, we're, we, we saved you, look, 15 cents on your uh, hot dogs. He's sitting here bragging 
about gas and he acts like he deserves credit. But I thought, it, again, it was Putin's price hike. So is it Putin's price cut? This is so ridiculous. On the whole, No, that was uh, the 16 cents on your 4th of July barbecue. That's correct. So it's, I think that this is pretty representative of the entirety of the administration. It's a giant typo, ultimately. Sitting here bragging all weekend. And then, and then you had uh, Jared Bernstein. He was the guy, he's uh, one of the economic advisors. He was saying that, well, you know, talking about the slowed economy and the uh, recession, you guys know this is just semantics. Kane, your math is semantics. You're a semantics, Kane. You're a pessin semantics. Who cares about words? Words, words, words. Nobody cares. Goodness. All right, so, but they're still running with that. Uh, the press secretary, she was pressed on it. Uh, and we're going to, I mean, that need that should be the fight going forward, first and foremost. But Democrats now are mad over Hulu. Hold on. Wait, what? So Hulu, Senate Democrats tweeted this out. Uh, yesterday quote breaking it's not breaking but whatever hulu is rejecting our ads calling out gop attacks on abortion access and gun safety their shady policies amount to outrageous political censorship americans deserve to know the truth about these issues and hulu has no right to block it wait what hulu has no right to block it Democrats are saying Hulu has no right. They do, though. They do. They're mad because Hulu is just not accepting some of these ads. Right. Um, hmm. Hulu has what happened to the left loving these companies having the right to do stuff. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, they just were. Weren't they just defending that with Disney yeah. or trying to? Disney has every right to be groomers. How dare you? Disney has every right to engage in the worship of pedophilia and the fetish of grooming your children. I mean, Disney has every right to it's a private company, Kane. Yeah. But when but when did that now that's gone away? How dare Hulu do that voodoo you do? How dare they? It's their right. Democrats can create their own streaming service. And accept ads for whatever they want to. Right? They can do that. They have that freedom to do to do such. When you want an affordable, consistent meat option for your family, look no further than Good Ranchers. Good Ranchers believe there is no quality like American quality and that everyone deserves to know where their meat comes from. Delivering 100% American, never imported meat straight to your door, Good Ranchers products have no added hormones or antibiotics. Cattle are pasture-raised, chickens are free-range, and Good Ranchers farms use the most innovative techniques to ensure every cut of meat hits your table a cut above the rest. The T-bones, burgers, ribeye, and chicken are all some of the best I've had. Everything is hand cut and trimmed, individually vacuum sealed and flash frozen to ensure superior quality. So right now use code Dana to get $30 off your order plus free express shipping. Get premium steakhouse quality meat without the premium prices. Visit goodranchers.com slash Dana and save $30 off your next order plus free express shipping. Eat seriously delicious food from goodranchers.com slash Dana. Good Ranchers, American meat delivered.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. Napping too much could lead to an early death, a study finds. They say that those who nap more than average have a greater risk of developing high blood pressure and stroke, according to a new analysis published Monday in Hypertension, an American Heart Association journal. Having hypertension puts you at risk for blah, blah, blah. We know that. But the napping, though, really? They did this. They did look at, you know, they looked at the sleep habits of 360,000 people, the, the Central South University. A couple of there's a couple of re, uh, studies actually that went all into this. So a lot of people were actually surveyed for this. It's probably a lie still. All right. So this the only thing I can think of for this headline is that one moment when uh, uh, was it uh, Curly Curly Bill when he's in Tombstone and when the Earp brothers are leaving and Bill looks at me he's like, well, bye. That's what I think. I'm thinking of this. Russia announces the intent to leave the International Space Station after 2024. Russia is going to take their space balls and go home. They're withdrawing from the ISS after 2024, bringing it an end to two decades because they will not stop slap fighting everybody in Ukraine. Okay, bye. Don't let the door hit you. Uh, the Choco Taco is canceled. I think it's time to riot. You get, if you've never had a Choco Taco, can you really say that you've lived life? Klondike is discontinuing it after almost 40 years. They confirmed it. It's owned by Unilever. They say that there was an unprecedented spike in demand for different products. I think that's a lie, too. And long live the Choco Taco. That's really sad and depressing. We got more in store. Stick with us. If you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing and market experts not only predict a recession, but they're using terms like, quote, economic hurricane and unprecedented. So if you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. So get started with just one short phone call and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. They're the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. Call right now and you'll receive up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. Don't wait. Call 866-887-1188. That's 866 887 
888-99-1188 or text Dana to 998899. Protect your future with American Hartford Gold. 866-887-1188 or text Dana to 998899. CPAC Chairman Matt Schlapp explains why firing Nancy Pelosi and winning the midterms needs to be our white-hot focus or 2024 might not even matter. I'm Bill Walton. On the latest edition of The Bill Walton Show, Matt and I also discuss how a small number of leftists are ruining our corporations and institutions and why conservative ideas are better because they work and they make us happy. Follow The Bill Walton Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app, weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Very clear at this point uh, that the community most affected is the LGBTQ community. Um, This is one of the reasons why I said we've been deeply engaged with them, um, both to share information, also to learn more, make sure that that everybody's communicating in a way that's both scientifically accurate uh, and respectful. Um, You know, obviously... uh, uh, it's really important that we do not use this moment to uh, propagate homophobic or transphobic uh, messaging. And, and I think it's really important that we stick to the science, stick to the evidence and do it in a way that's respectable. But everyone who did not get the vaccine for coronavirus, you're a damn dirty murderer and should burn in hell. Welcome back to the show, guys. Yay! Consistency. Consistency. Dana Lash here. You're lovable. Get off my lawn, curmudgeon. So... That's Dr. Shaw. If my name was Dr. Shaw, I would say it way much more energetically than he does his own name. I mean, it's his name. He can say it however he wants. But I would insist that whenever I was on television in the lower third that there was an exclamation point after my name. Because it sounds fun, right? Who doesn't want a fun name? But he seems... I don't dislike him. He seems like he's... When he gets behind the podium, doesn't it kind of seem like he's just there to clean up crap? Doesn't it? He just has... (laughs) He just has this general countenance of, gosh, I got to do this again. I just got, he's not disliked by the right, I don't think. But I do say that I just, I just find that whole, his whole statement there to be very wildly inconsistent. I mean, it's very important that we don't use the moment to propagate homophobic or transphobic. What does that have to do with getting the monkeypox? And also, Democrats had no problem doing that with the vaccine i put that in air quotes the vaccine they had no problem with oh it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated you're just murdering people i mean it's just it's amazing it's really amazing when you think about it i was talking about this last night on jesse waters show because dr burks had came out she came out did you see her quote i know you did just unbelievable she comes out she says yeah i mean i knew that they weren't actually doing anything her direct quote was this quote i knew these vaccines she said this i knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection 
And I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect against severe disease and hospitalization. Um, she said that they overplayed them. She said this. Yeah, listen to this. This is I wanted to read the transcript because it's just it's unreal. Listen, she didn't wear a scarf. I don't. Think. Well, if you're across the south um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's going to save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during that law, you should get. Can I pause this? I can't. I can't deal with it anymore. Hang on. Sorry, I got to interrupt. Guys, this horse paste is better than the other horse paste because it's from Pfizer. So unless Pfizer made it, it's just not brand name, right? It's like a Gucci knockoff. Unless Pfizer made your horse paste, then it can, is it really? I mean, do you just want like regular old basic Equate brand horse paste? I don't think so. When you could pay a hell of a lot more for designer horse paste, Kane. Everybody loves the logos. Wow. Now, immediately, I just provided some job work for some angry leftists because they're going to they're going to come out and say Paxlovid isn't like ivermectin maybe maybe it's not it's similar have you seen all of the argument I actually was reading about this all last night I I just I actually don't care either way I really don't give a rat's backside I don't care I just want to twist the knife that's all I want to do I'm just here to watch it burn so I went I was reading all this yesterday excuse me and the argument about the chemical makeup of it, have you seen all that? Oh, yeah. The Paxlovid versus, I don't care. One, all I know is that my doctor, my actual doctor, who's never lied to me, the way that Fauci and Burks have lied to everybody else, you know, they've never, they haven't lied, said this could help with some, alleviate some of your symptoms or just make them a little less awful. Okay, so Paxlovid does the same thing. Oh, but there's all these studies that say ivermectin. That's great. You can, that can be, that can be just as anecdotal. You can consider that to be just as anecdotal as my lived experience. Or as we say in the parlance of our times, Kane, my truth. Mm. Just, you know. So my whole point is that some horse paste is better than other horse paste. Right. That's my whole point. Should we get to the part? Where yes, she... I'm sorry. Okay. I just I had to stop. I had to. OK, right, go ahead. Go. Boosted because we do believe it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And what? I think we overplayed the vaccines. And- OK, that you she says overplayed, Kane. I would say lie, 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 lie. That's what I would say. Lying, liar, lying. I mean, they're just just semantics, right? I overplayed it. It's trans. It's temporary. It's transitional. I think we overplayed these vaccines. Overplayed the vaccines. That would suggest, dear woman, that you believed that the vaccines, in any way, in the slightest, at some point. Bestowed upon the recipient the immunity that they sought from the virus. And lo, 
So it shall be now revealed that they knew the entire time it did not apparently bestow any immunity upon the recipient of said injection. But they still wanted to say vaccine because, you know, words apparently have no, they apparently have have no at all whatsoever meaning anymore. None at all. Just unbelievable. Quite unbelievable, I dare say. Okay, so she says that they were aware that there was no efficacy. And then she said, well, you know, if you're over 70, you know, particularly over that, that's great. Yeah, we all, we knew it was something that went after kind of the elderly and people with no comorbidities or with, with one or more co- comorbidities. But she lied. Now, I want to just for one second consider the ramifications of this lie. I legit lost, I said this on Jesse Waters, I lost friends because I didn't get this injection. There were actual people, I mean, whether or not you want to say they're friends is, you know, one, you know, that's something altogether. If you're going to, if you're going to abandon a friendship because someone didn't get a therapeutic from the government, then I question that definition, your loyalty and your sanity, you know, at all whatsoever in the first place. And I'm just, I just, it just is shocking. But there were people, there were families who stopped speaking to each other. The president of the United States himself said this was a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Democrats were out there not just suggesting, but outright saying that if you didn't get this injection, then you're responsible for killing old people, killing people with comorbidities. You're responsible for all these things. That's insane. But this language was based on part their internal maliciousness in the first place, but also because of what people like Burks and Fauci and others were saying. Oh, this is the vaccine. It's going to work. You're never going to get it. I mean, you remember this, right? They, the president himself said, oh, yeah, if you get this vaccine, you're not going to contract the virus. Fauci said this. Burke said it. And I love how she thinks she's clearing her conscience now. Oh, I knew. I mean, I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. <laughs> I knew. I knew it, Ken. We overplayed the vaccines. And they knew this the whole time. People were disowning family members and, and ending friendships because someone didn't get the injection. I guess you just want to kill people. You, I, I, we actually had people in our lives that did that. Even though we had already had it. Nobody asked about our health when we had it. Even though we already ha- we had already had it. And people were like, well, why didn't you, why didn't you just get the injection? Because I got the nature's injection, you morons. That's why. But hey, you know what? Screw hundreds of years of established science. I mean, we knew these vaccines were not going to protect against the vaccine. <laughs> She's clearing her conscience now, which is is irrelevant to me. This was one of the worst cases of fraud perpetrated upon the American people in modern era. You had not just the the government of the United States, but all of these little bureaucratic cabals that have all of these unelected bureaucrats in them. These people that are not accountable to the voters who pay their salaries. These individuals who knew all along that this was a lie and yet they still insisted on running with it. 
And yes, there were adverse effects. No, you couldn't talk about them because you'll get banned on social media. Oh, my goodness. You might scare someone from not getting something that is a glorified therapeutic. You might get demonetized on YouTube. I've had my own videos demonetized on YouTube because we dare say ask questions about the glorified government therapeutic. These people lied, lied, lied. This was this is Pravda. Media ran with it, vilifying anyone who asked questions. Anyone who said, well, wait a minute, why is it that if, you know, you're seeing all these disruptions in women's menstrual cycles, why is it that you're, you know, all of this other stuff happening, like your lymph nodes swell because when you go in for your mammogram and they, they say, well, uh, you know, if you've had the, uh, if you've had the vaccine, you need to reschedule your appointment, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, there's a lot of questions there. This is the same, by the way, health organization as I made yesterday, this point I made yesterday, the World Health Organization absolutely refused. First off, they wanted to lock down the world and they ran defense for China. But with monkeypox, be careful now. You know, we don't want to assume. Be respectful. respectful. But you bastards that didn't get the injection, you're killing people. But be respectful of the monkeypox, okay? I mean, wow. Wow, wow. You have every right to be angry about this. You were lied to and you were vilified. And there's not going to be any apology for you at all. None. I mean, when I went in for my surgery, my medically necessary surgery, that was earlier this year, one of the nurses was like, so do you have your vaccination? I go, yes, I uh, got it from nature. So you didn't get the injection? I literally was like, so you discount hundreds of years of established science on natural immunity? And then she realized, this girl may fight me. And the line of questioning ended there. You couldn't even go to actual regular doctor's appointments. Everyone was like herded into, did you get the injection or did you not get the injection? Good citizens listen to their government and get the injection. You know what this reminded me of? Can we play that Jacinda Arden? Audio sound by three. It's a, I, I'm going to be playing this again. I just want you to hear some of this. This is New Zealand's prime minister. Listen to this the most up-to-date information daily. You can trust us as a source of that information. Uh, You can also trust the Director General of Health and the Ministry of Health. For that information, do feel free to visit at any time to clarify any rumour you may hear, covid19.govt.nz. Otherwise, dismiss anything else. We will continue to be your single source of truth. We will provide information. Your single source of truth. That's what they said in 2020. Your single source of truth. Listen to no one else but your government overlords. And how honest were they with you? How represented did you feel and respected did you feel by your government officials who took your taxpayer dollars and lied to your face? All I'm saying is we dumped tea in the harbor for a hell of a lot less. We have more on the way, ladies and gents. 
With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider, and they've been on the front lines fighting for your values. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans, and thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service, plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and the Second Amendment. Visit PatriotMobile.com slash Dana or call 972-PATRIOT. Use offer code Dana to get free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts just for you. Come join the movement and make the switch. PatriotMobile.com slash Dana, PatriotMobile.com slash Dana, or call 972-PATRIOT. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Shooting down woke culture, one crazy headline at a time. It's the Dana Show. Sign up for Chapter and Verse, my newsletter over at Substack. All kinds of good things go out there regularly throughout the week. And I'm sure I saw this happen yesterday and I was waiting to get more information about it because I I mean, I could run out to you guys with stuff first, but then I would be wrong uh, on stuff because things get revised so quickly and then that I just like to be correct so that you know that whenever you're hearing stuff from me that it is correct and not just racing to get clickbait first. So did you guys see, and I had a friend who was actually there uh, at the time that this all happened, uh, the shooting that took place at Dallas Love Field yesterday. There's some video footage of it out. It's pretty intense. The suspect, the woman, uh, her na- 37-year-old Portia Odufwa, is... This is how she ended up being in the uh, airport firing off her uh, illegally possessed handgun. And she was tackled right away and, and no one was injured, thankfully. She is a convicted, repeat, violent offender. It is amazing that, I mean, I just want to know how many judges, because of the judicial rot of restorative, quote unquote, justice in the system, I want to know how many judges let this woman walk after she robbed a bank and burned down a house. All of these things. That's just some of what she's done. How in the hell is she still able to walk around? And she apparently is very uh, uh, mentally imbalanced. I mean, I would and she's even said so. She was court ordered to attend mental health treatment. 
And but then a judge decided back in June of 2021 that she wasn't a danger to the public. She says that she's a prophet and her husband is Chris Brown. Yes, that Chris Brown, the rapper. She and I, I let me modify. She tried to rob a Bank of America 30 miles from downtown Dallas. And they moved customers to, to a safe location and all this stuff. And she they found Dallas Morning News had reported. And this is, again, back in April 2019 when they made her stand trial for this attempted bank robbery. Uh, they found that she was incompetent. And yet at no point was there any intervention to involuntary com- involuntarily commit her or something. And she's, I mean, she's burned down stuff. She's pulled fire alarms in hotels. She's threatened people, people. I mean, all kinds of stuff. There's like, so, I mean, I don't have the time to sit here and list literally everything that she's done. It's, it's insane. And yet she was able to be there. Right? She, clearly, she didn't get her gun legally. This is what restorative justice does. Stick with us. We have a whole other hour coming up, and I'm going to explain ESG and why it's garbage. Old routines die hard, like those multiple cups of coffee and sugary energy drinks to stay alert. Well, I discovered a healthier way to get the sustained energy I need without all the caffeine and sugar. Super Beats Heart Chews. I just unwrap a chew or two in the morning and let Super Beats Heart Chews do the rest. I feel great about what I'm doing for my health. Join me in the new way to start your day with Super Beats Heart Chews. I challenge you to try it for 30 days and give them your feedback. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, and candy for a quick pick-me-up. I've been taking Super Beats Heart Chews for years, and it's an easy and convenient on-the-go boost to your overall health and energy. Make Super Beats Chews an essential part of your busy day. To make it easy to get started, I got you up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. Hurry, it's their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com for up to 45% off. danasbeats.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're a party that gets things done, right? We're a party that sees inflation as a real issue. And I, I get it. I do the grocery shopping for three kids in diapers in our house. But we've attacked yeah. inflation. The president went after the oil companies and, and worked so with stupid. countries that produce oil. And you're seeing gasoline. It's been down 32 cents over the last four weeks. The Republicans, they just pander to grievances and they don't have a plan. But I actually think this election oh, they is do. about freedom. The freedom Eric's for a woman well, to make her I own can't. He's making us all dumber for hearing him. He is one of the, he is a male bimbo. A mimbo with yellow teeth. It's gross. Welcome back to the show. It's, I'm not dishonest about this. Where's the lie? I mean, feel free to prove it. 
Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with your second hour of the show. And this is all about that climate push, the climate whatever. They're, they're, they insist that it's an emergency. So let's talk about this for a minute because you're going to start hearing a lot about ESG. And do you want to know what ESG is? It's dumb. It's really dumb. It's like the DEI of, of oh, to just the way the, the DEI-esque way of destroying your economy. And DEI stands for diversity and equity and inclusion i almost said exclusion Uh, esg is environmental social and governance criteria and so it's like you know how china developed this behavioral credit score Ooh, if you love xi jinping and you kiss this portrait then you get two stars it's it's similar to you would get a sticker for from uh, a book it sticker and then maybe work your way up to getting a whole pizza party at pizza hut remember that so China has their behavioral credit score. The ESG thing, the environmental social governance criteria, is the set of standards that's just like China's behavioral credit score, except they've used it for companies who decide to uh, op- to virtue signal about uh, climate change. That's exactly what it is. And so the because global warming, that got a facelift with climate change a few years ago. Even though there is no at all whatsoever consensus from the scientific community on this very ideologically driven theory. And it is not an emergency. There is no such thing as a climate emergency. The left loves declaring emergencies to justify power grabs. That's what this is all about. Like how you how they declared emergencies for coronavirus so that they could consolidate powers and dictate business activity and voting and then never returning that power. This is no different. And the reason why Democrats are trying to argue that this is a climate emergency and they want Joe Biden to use his executive authority, which, by the way, the, the president has very limited emergency powers as described by the Constitution and climate is not one of them. And the reason that they want to push to unconstitutionally declare some kind of climate emergency is because they're too lazy to do this in Congress. If you want to do a pol- if you want to affect policy, if you want to change policy, you do it through Congress. But they don't want to do that. They do not want to do that. They want to declare a state of emergency so they don't have to make the case to you. So they don't have to draft a piece of legislation and have to push it through Congress. This is when they have the majority in the House, too, by the way. The Constitution does not give the President of the United States this, this executive fiat to to rule he can only implement with his signature what congress actually drafts and passes now so the esg so you know this this is all about esg declaring this climate emergency this is what this is all about and esg is like the chinese behavioral credit score for green crap that's what it is all of the stuff going on in sri lanka Exactly. In Sri Lanka, guess what happened there? A complete collapse because of ESG. They ran out of fuel. They ran out of fuel. They are facing the worst economic crisis, one of the worst they've ever had. There was a chemical fertilizer ban in 2021. They wanted to cut nitrogen waste. They wanted to implement greener farming practices. And then it just destroyed their crop yields. It destroyed their trade balance. And economists said, yeah, this was an absolute disaster. The prime minister already declared that the country went bankrupt. 
Business Insider had that. They, they implemented this ban on chemical fertilizers back in April 2021. They wanted to promote more organic farming. And that, I mean, they, it just decimated their primary source of income. And so this and then the pandemic that just made it all worse. That's what it, I mean, it's what it is. They said that um, the, and not just with Sri Lanka, we're also seeing this in the Netherlands too. They, this is all about, it was reducing yield. And the other thing is too, Sri Lanka got a, a pretty significant portion of their revenue that they got from tourism. And a third of their population is involved in the agricultural industry. That's the, according to World Factbook. So they, they actually had to restrict supplies. Last month, they restricted, to, they restricted supplies. This was according to Daily Caller, to those only deemed essential on June 28th until they had new fuel shipments. The Guardian said the country had less than a day's worth of fuel left under normal demand. It has been awful. There were uh, protests where they, ran, they got into the prime minister's house and they went swimming in his pool. Of course, it's not just that. I mean, we've seen this in the Netherlands. Dutch police were shooting at farmers because of protests, all because of ESG. Dutch farmers were infuriated. The government wanted to slash emissions and overnight rewrite how they ran their farms. And then that meant a, a vastly reduced yield. If farmers aren't able to pay for their land, the government comes and takes it over. ESG is a part of, I used to not, let me tell you something, I used to not believe in this whole great reset thing. Not that I didn't believe in it, I was ambivalent. It takes a lot to get me. I am not a, an impressionable person, and I am not a conspiracy theorist. I am, I'm almost a Vulcan. I'm pretty much a Vulcan. But if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, has feet like a duck, feathers like a duck, and tastes like duck, it's a damn duck. How else do you describe this? I, it, with all of this happening simultaneously around the world. Just saying. Just saying. The ESG, they use this. They u- they're now using this criteria to screen how people invest money and to basically blackmail companies to fall in line with, with ESG and climate change stuff. They tell people who to avoid, who not to. Oh, they're engaged in risky practices or their practices are unethical. And so we have to hold them accountable. And there's, they're trying to root out companies that are lying about their ESG successes. That's exa- I mean, that's what this is. It is nothing more than this environmental DEI-esque way to destroy your economy. And virtue signal about environmentalism. That's all it is. It's the great green conspiracy now i love there was a really great piece let me pull this up there's a very good piece written by gil gucknick who got in i like what he said I, I put this in your newsletter by the way the other evening he wrote it's a quiet conspiracy it's pernicious it's a virulent strain of woke capitalism should it be illegal Imagine if the big oil companies conspired similarly to limit production and keep prices high. That is essentially what the practitioners of ESG are doing. 
Some of these fund managers have created special ESG funds. They charge their investors significantly higher fees for managing these green funds. And not surprisingly, they're also big contributors to candidates who embrace the green mantra. And of course, they are among the louder voices demanding ever greater subsidies for favored projects. And the protest to this is building around the world. Now, you're not going to see it in the media. And why is that? Well, because if the media, if the media covers it, then they have to do a couple of different things. They have to admit that some of these things are not right. They have to admit that these policies are failing. They have to admit that this is very similar to what Biden's doing here in the United States, and it's unsuccessful. They can't talk about this because it's an indictment of themselves. There, were, there have been protests around the world, whether it was from the uh, passports, the vaccine passports. Remember, there were protests all over the place over this? The vaccine passports and the restrictions and everything else, but the media didn't really cover it. They did not really cover it. Interesting. And they're not covering this either. Because it's too similar. To, it's what they want. They don't want to show what they, what they want to do in, an, in a negative light. I mean, and then when all of this happens, governments are spending more. In Spain, you have gas subsidies. Federalists had a piece on this. Gas subsidies, direct grants, an increase in minimum wage. The socialist government saw rising inflation, accompanying price hikes. It drove people out into the streets to protest. They're trying to, they're pushing ESG, labor shortages, raising prices on staple grocery items. People have been protesting. People have been protesting against this stuff everywhere. Argentina and India, not just in Sri Lanka, not just in the Netherlands, the UK, they've seen it as well. Even Morocco. I mean, it's unbelievable and no one wants to talk about it. Nobody in the legacy press will report on any of this. And in Kazakhstan, when they actually had some protest, Washington Post basically led with, well, they have a relationship with Russia. That was their lead. See, this is, there's a reason why, not just the pandemic, that was just a great, I think it was a great uh, veil. It was a great way to hide some of this stuff. But this has been going on for some time. You remember Operation Chokepoint with uh, firearms? The ESG is similar to that for everything else, for every other industry. I mean, it really is. It is dangerous, and, our, and this is what the coal climate emergency, this is what they want to do. This is what their push is. I mean, for instance, look at this. Here's a piece from Reuters right now, just today, where they are pushing this. The headline, it says, Return of Coal, a Threat to European Companies' ESG Ratings. Now, here you have all of these companies and these, in these different countries that are facing an energy crisis. Germany could be going, remember, Germany was warned. Angela Merkel ignored all of the warnings that that, that Russia could cripple Europe by choking off their gas supplies, and she didn't want to listen. 
Now you have this energy crisis. There's sanctions on Russia. European investors say they're not going to relax their investment principles of reaching net zero targets. This is making prices go up. Some companies are forced, Reuters notes, by cost. To, they're trying to figure out other ways to, for, for energy. They're being forced to look at coal and now they're threatening them. Well, your ESG ratings, though. It's a sham. Snake oil. An indulgence. We got more to come. The mainstream media shies away from the simple questions with hard answers that we all need to hear. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Every day on the No Chit Chat podcast, I bring you the reality of what's going on in our government and around the country with no extra fluff. In my latest episodes, I lay out the blunt facts of what's going on in the District of Columbia, the way the media is misleading the public, and plans that political parties are making. Concise, comprehensible news is what America needs and deserves. I'm here to deliver. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. So apparently, as it's being reported, if you want to use a public restroom in China, you have to have your coronavirus app to do so. Yeah, you have to use your QR code for your coronavirus app in order to actually be able to use a public restroom in China. I swear, we're going to be like, we're heading towards that type of control here at some point soon. Cardinal, this is funny. Uh, Cardinals Kyler Murray, 24 years old. He has a homework clause in his new $230 million deal, ordering him to study game film for four hours a week. I would do that for $230 million, wouldn't you? I'd do it. He has to do four hours of independent film study each week. Failing to comply results in him deemed, results in deeming him as, quote, to be in default. He will not receive credit for studying if he's doing so while distracted. Now, why is that necessary? Why do they need to do that? And and also, why, how are you going to monitor that? How are you going to show? How are you going to know it's just him watching and he's not distracted? I'm just curious. I'm just you know, just got questions. That's all. Uh, also, oh, I'm sure this is a shock. San Francisco small businesses in San Francisco they're closing in waves. A few less than twenty four less than twenty four percent of offer, office workers have returned. Uh, everyone else is slow hiring. And the city center is basically one giant open-air drug market now. So shock. Much surprise. House members are given $10,000 to bulk up their home security. I think that any of these House members that are against your lawful constitutional right to own a firearm, I think they should be, they shouldn't receive money for home security. Giant container ships containing containing 
caring. America's coffee, wine, electronics. They dropped anchor outside Port of Oakland as truckers are threatening to make their strike indefinite as it enters its second week. Truckers have been protesting California's Assembly Bill 5 requiring industries to classify contractors as regular benefited employees. I'm going to be on the trucker side for this and any contracted employee. And if that means, thank, thankfully I'm stocked up on all that stuff right now. Stick with us. More in store. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Your one stop shop for the information you need to fight back. If you're going to have to learn stuff, you might as well enjoy it. The Dana Show. But on the other hand, the steps we need to take to deal with the climate crisis, most of them are, in fact, anti-inflationary. They will lower the prices of energy and they will create jobs as well as provide better health and security for countries. So hopefully we can turn this around and accelerate what we promised to do in Glasgow. What we, he doesn't speak for any of us. This guy was never before the Senate to get firm, confirmed in any kind of official cabinet position. Why is uh, uh, McLurch going out here trying to speak on behalf of Americans? I cannot, there are a few people I dislike more than this guy. I cannot stand John Kerry. Welcome back to the program. Your living Daria, Dana Lash here with you this Tuesday in the middle of our second broadcast hour. Make sure you find us all over social media, YouTube, Facebook, Substack, the newsletter, so much more. And of course, if you're not listening across the country, you can watch the simulcast on the first or YouTube or Facebook. Now, I really am not going to take any any kind of lectures on money from a guy who lives off his the earnings of his wife's more successful late husband, a guy who was born with a silver spoon up his backside. Isn't he a Forbes or something like that or related to the Forbes family? He comes from old money. And he's all, I don't know what he, what the hell does he do? He just kind of kicks around and lectures people. Flies everywhere, lectures people. He lives the good life on his private jet. That's all he does. Well, that's because, you know, these people preaching this ESG garbage They don't care about you. Good heavens. They exempt themselves from all of these things. They always do. I mean, they they've exempted. What was it? I saw this this story where. Let me pull this up. I almost couldn't believe it. I had to go look. It's called transportenvironment.org. They're they're exempting all of these uh, big giant uh, yachts and all this stuff off the hook for climate emissions or for whatever emissions. It's just, it's so silly. They're all pushing this stuff. 
there was, uh, as was noted, and this was over, this was back a year ago uh, on Town Hall. There was this push in, in Congress to get all these banks and companies and universities and investment houses, get more of them to adopt those environmental, social, and governance standards, the ESG criteria. And they get pressured by activists who want to now get involved with business. And that's what they want to do to get the SEC to impose these rules on publicly traded companies. It's a it's a mess. It's the great green conspiracy. And see, here's the thing. None of these people pushing this give a rat's backside about you. They don't care. I was reading this story at Fox Business. This family found they had a 2014 Ford Focus. It was an electric Ford Focus. When the battery died out, when the battery died out, the replacement battery was $14,000 for a car that was $11,000. The average price for a new EV with inflation is 56K. These people don't care. Oh, just go ahead and get your green. Let's go get your green EV, EV, this EV. This, this ESG stuff, it's subjective garbage politicking, and it uses false science to emotionally blackmail people into poorer ways of living. Well, if you don't want to use your food as fuel, then you must hate the planet. It's asinine. Good heavens. And I just cannot control it. These are the people, they want you to own nothing and love it. Here's a story out. Renting, America's housing nightmare. Skyrocketing home costs mean renting is now cheaper than buying a starter home in three quarters of the U.S., but both are at record highs. It's a new report from Realtor.com. They say that the record highs for rent still hasn't kept up with soaring home prices. Medium, Medium rent in the top 50 U.S. cities hit about $1,800 in June, 14% increase from a year ago. Across those same cities, the median monthly cost to buy a starter home was 2400 Rising mortgage rates, plus the month. I mean, it's everything's more expensive. Building is more expensive. But see, they want you to own nothing and not be, a, not be able to own nothing and be happy. Yay, own nothing. When, I, when we first got married, we rented before we purchased our own home. It is way, I mean, that's how you build wealth. They don't want you to build wealth. You buy a home, you can fix it up and you can sell it and you can use those earnings to do more. They don't want you, that's usually for most people, that is the hub of their wealth creation and doing it. That's, they don't want you to do that. This is about controlling people in more ways than one. They were looking at, uh, I mean, all over, I'm looking at a number of different measures of this for, re- for renters. They say it's cheaper to rent in Austin, Texas, San Francisco, Seattle, New York, San Jose, Portland, Los Angeles, Boston, Houston, and Phoenix. It's cheaper to buy in Pittsburgh, Birmingham, Alabama, St. Louis, Cleveland, Baltimore, Louisville, Kentucky, Virginia Beach, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, and Kansas City. It's interesting. Manhattan is just, you can't even factor this in. Do you know their median rent? This is crazy. Is over $4,000 a month. Oh my gosh. That's insane. I don't know why anyone would, oh my gosh. So, you'll own nothing and be happy. All of this, 
it's going towards this. Now, here's the other thing. Restaurant portions. I know you guys have seen this lately. I have. Everything is more expensive. Prices for meals away from home have increased. And the portions are small. So I've noticed that there are some instances where if the price hasn't increased, the portion definitely has, has decreased. But what are you going to do? Do you expect people to eat the cost? People aren't in business just for charity. They're in business because they have families to feed too. Economists call it shrinkflation. That's such a cutie term for BS, for, for Biden's actions. <laughs> it's data compiled by Yelp that diners say it's rampant. So they've said that the most common things affected, it's really, it's, it, they said it's um, definitely hamburgers and pizza. That's like number one. But rest, seafood restaurants, Italian and Chinese food. And some reviewers are calling out specific franchises, like Five Guys and Shake Shack. Shake Shack says they haven't made any adjustments to their portion sizes. I would agree with that because they, I've just, I mean, I don't know what Shake Shack these people are going to, but the ones that are in my area, I, I haven't been seeing none of that. But the prices have increased. So it's one or, or you know, you can't expect, how dare you give me less food or how dare you charge me to keep, well, what do you expect them to do? Oh, that's okay. We'll go, why don't we just provide it to you for free? We only exist to serve your needs. Screw our kids. What the hell do people think that people get in business for anyway? It's like that Dave Chappelle skit. Why do you want a job in frozen yogurt? Well, you see frozen yogurt. Because I'm broke! Frozen yogurt is my life. Why people work? If you can do what you love, you are blessed. Golly. Walmart slashes profit. Uh, their profit forecast amid cost of living crisis. Sending shares tumbling 10%. Amazon, Target. It's bad. This week, what are they calling it? What do people, they said this is the Category 5 economic week. Because, see, you've got a first reading of those second quarter numbers coming out Thursday. That report coming out Thursday. And all of these other, all this other stuff is getting reported and all hell's breaking loose. This was, if you are an economist, this is your week. So Walmart is losing $36 billion. Their shares tanked 10% a day after it issued a train wreck profit forecast amid the cost of living crisis. Because of inflation. Recession. Everybody's getting hit. You know where I haven't been in a long time, Kane? Is tar- Target. I haven't been there in a long time. Target? Yeah, I usually, if like I need a greeting card, you know, like birthdays or something, I'll, I might pop in there. Yeah, and they have that one aisle in the Target. I've talked about this before. You all know exact. The women are going, mm-hmm. I don't even know what else you need. to. You don't even need to say nothing else. And then they have that, what is it, that Joanna Gaines section where you go in and you're like, I didn't realize that I need these fake plants. What, can I just ask a question? The hell is up with macrame? Why are we doing this? What is up with that? I know I got some people out there that do it. That's fine. But I grew up with this stuff. Like I grew up with ants putting plants in it and stuff. This is all back again. Can we think of nothing new creatively as a species? Do we always have to go back to the well? And I'm sorry, but having that much fabric, that stuff you got to dust. I do not like, I don't like doing that. I don't like clean, I don't like crevices or things I got to clean. I don't like that stuff. I just want to hose it off and be done. I really should live in a concrete block. I really actually should. I'm not kidding you. I think that's what I'm going to have to do when I get old and I downsize. I just want to concrete everything. I'll just hose it all off. That's what I'll do. Hose it all off and run some fans. That's what I'll do. You will own concrete and you will love it. (laughs) That's how it is. So you, 
the car prices kind of are going down a little bit. Yeah. Can I just, I'm going to go off the rails here for just like one second. I was, you talk about a new car and then it shows you stuff, right? Like I, I, it'll show you ads when you Google. So everything that I have seen, whenever I Google anything, you know, the ads pop up have been about dog cones because I got inflatable dog cones. I got two of them for my dog who had like had a thing removed on his gum and that and he has to wear it till Tuesday. Cars and dog cones. That's all that comes up for me now. I apparently the algorithms that show me the ads think I do nothing else but drive and put dogs in cones. That's all. And I saw a thing. I don't I have no everything I know about Land Rovers I've learned from Jeremy Clarkson. It's just a glorified Jeep, is it not? That tips over easier, right? Isn't that true? I saw some Minecraft-looking car, though, that they had. They came out with a new one. I'll be damned. It looks like something from Minecraft. Why does it look, or like, a, what is the blocks thing? The BLO, like the little things that kids used to play with. It came after, uh, this was like when my kids were super little. You know what your kids probably play with? You know the Robo Blocks or something like that? I don't know what it was called. Roblox. Roblox. It looks like something from that world. It is ugly. What is? What did they do? It doesn't look like it, you know, what you think it would look like. I just, it's a glorified Jeep. You're just paying more to have a fancy Jeep. I just I hope people realize that. That's what it is. But the new ones, they're ugly. I'm, if you have one, I'm sorry. I mean, they're probably cars I like that you think are ugly, and that's totally fine. Everybody can, I can't, I got to baby step all this stuff. It's so frustrating. They're ugly as all Hades. They are ugly, squatty, square-looking things. Why did they do that? I feel like they're now trying to design cars to be ugly. Have you seen? There's only like a couple of EVs that I've seen that are not barf-worthy. You know what I mean? Everything else just looks like garbage. Everything. Vehicle design is starting to suck. Everything, shoes. Everything is sucking. They're trying to make us all live horribly tasteless lives in tiny homes on land we can't even own. That's what they're doing. (sighs) I'm very opinionated about cars. And of course, it's a woman's perspective. I wanted to go fast. I want the doors to be heavy. And I do want a lighted mirror. And I'm not going to apologize for it because I'm a girl. And and I identify as a biologist. And I want a big cup holder too, damn it. I want want it to go fast. I want to go like from zero to hell in, you know, like a second. That's what I want. And my husband's like, well, you know, Dana, electric vehicles, he's just a gadget guy and he likes fast cars. And he's like, well, if you want a fast car, you know, I mean, he's telling me about all these EVs. I'm like, I just don't even care. Does it, I want it, I want to smell gas. I want to hear burning rubber. That's what I want to hear. I want to be, I want to live in fear of the car door closing on my leg because it weighs a ton. That's what I want. I want a 71 Challenger is what I'd like. Black with black leather interior, all my windows tinted, screw the laws, flat black, Black cat. I mean, everything black, 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 black. I want the engine to scare small children and animals. That's I want it to sound like a lion coming out of the jungle. That's what I want to hear. I want it to I want it to just basically I want to feel like I'm stepping in a bubble of testosterone when I get into my car. I like that, though. And I just I don't know. It's because maybe I'm a I'm a, a littler woman. I don't know. But I like a big, aggressive car. I can't. And they're trying to talk us out of that. Robbing us blind from all of our the joys in our lives. All right, we got a lot more. I don't know what happened, but we could talk about that stuff all day.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Where does the radical left's beliefs on sex and gender come from? Pastor Alan Jackson explains. We had a sexual revolution, and then we implement birth control, which was going to eliminate unwanted pregnancy. There would be no unwanted pregnancies. There would be no abortion. Immorality doesn't, that's not how that plays. The further we came from a biblical view of sexuality, the higher the abortion rates come. Let's put it this way. They wanted orgasms without responsibility. Subscribe to Culture and Christianity, an Alan Jackson podcast on your favorite podcast app. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. Oh boy, I got some. So this uh, Florida man was arrested after... This pe- after a body was found buried in his backyard, North Fort- North Lauderdale. Florida man was arrested after authorities found a dead man buried in his backyard. Broward Sheriff's Office learned the victim, whose name was not immediately released, was seen with 23-year-old Simon Hand. That's his name, Simon Hand, on or after July 9th. They, there's, it, all we know is the dude was charged with first-degree murder and possession of a weapon or ammo by a convicted felon. Buried a dude in his backyard. How, how easily was that found? Was it poorly buried? I mean, I just I got some questions. A, little, a few questions. Uh, Florida rapper Raleigh Bands dared his haters on Instagram to confront him in person and promptly was shot outside of his Tampa apartment, literally five minutes after he put the video online. Uh, I can't even say what he said. He said that people knew where he lived at and he says, I, he said he slept in peace and if they basically want to, you know, come at him, then he gave his like address out and everything and he was shot and killed. Oh. That, don't do that. He was, uh, he had a number of songs that he was known for in the area. So, good heavens. Yeah, don't do that. Don't be like, like, you know, daring people. A St. Petersburg man was accused of stealing 125 bronze vases from a cemetery and selling the scrap metal for cash. Douglas Deck, 31, sold the vases as rough. It was 60, 661 pounds of brass scrap for just a little over $1,100, according to Pinellas deputies. He is totally arrested. There's like a lot of stuff he's charged for. That's horrific. And like really difficult. A lot of money for just $1,100. A lot of work. Stick with us. Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. You might have heard me on Rush Limbaugh's show. I was a regular fill-in for about eight years. I now do a show out of the high mountains of free America because, you know, I got exiled from Seattle. Google Gemini correctly predicts the present day. Mind control matrix. The internet, television, even our phones wouldn't just be distractions, but tools used to manipulate the masses and suppress critical thinking. I said that correctly. Check out The Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And what the hell is that? My pronouns are she and her, and I'm a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. As though there was any 
objection to the color of her suit? How dare you assume your suit's color, ma'am? Kane's just dying right now. You okay over there? Vice President of the United States, everybody. Welcome back to the program. I'm not the Vice President. I am a biologist, though. Uh, my pronouns are S-T-F-U, and um, I am a uh, woman sitting at the microphone. So, I why? Why? I mean, we know you're a woman. We know. Why do you have to be like, my suit's blue? Why? Is that a thing? Wait, is that a thing? I'm genuinely asking this. Are we now having, are we literally now having to tell everybody like what we're wearing and the color of it? Apparently. Just, I'm always in black. Really? Why does she do that? Is that a new thing with the pronouns? People, there's only so much dumb. I think we've reached our allotment in the headlines today, so... There, you know, we have it. Uh, I wanted to get to the story. Catherine Harridge reported on this as well. And it wasn't just her. Actually, it all, it, it all got kick-started with Chuck Grassley. It's interesting that it's Chuck Grassley. Here's why I say this. Have you ever read Senator Chuck Grassley's Twitter account? He's not a bad guy, but he's, you know, he's in Iowa. And he loves telling you what's happening in Iowa. And he is, I think, the designated dude for informing people about deer activity near roads in Iowa. It's like a thing. It has been for years. He has just this. I like his I like his Twitter account because it's it's amusing and it's just small town life and it's just funny. So it's that's why I'm saying of all it's Chuck Grassley that is coming out with us. So here's the story. Senator Chuck Grassley says a Department of Justice whistleblower approached him to blow the lid on the scheme amongst FBI officials to bury negative information about Hunter Biden. Now, you see why I'm like, because he's saying this, I take it. I mean, I take it seriously anyway, but I there's a little bit more weight to it because he's saying this. Chuck Grassley is not a theatrical guy. And he doesn't run out with stuff like this. So that's why it's very like everyone's going, wait, hold up. Chuck Grassley. He said that this whistleblower and that would actually be whistleblowing came forward and said that this information has all been downplayed. Everything he's involved in ahead of the election, which we all kind of know. But what everybody's been waiting for is some acknowledgement of this. From the FBI. We all know this. I mean, for crying out loud, after he got in trouble with the throwing of the gun in the trash can across directly across the street from a school, whether or not that also violated, by the way, the federal gun free school zones act that's been in effect since 1990, thus making that I mean, he would he would be charged with a felony. Um, I don't know because that's never been explored. Grassley is the ranking member on this member of the Senate Judiciary Committee. They oversee FBI and DOJ. So that's why they would have gone to Grassley, which also makes it, you know, this is not Grassley would not have come forward like that or said anything like this if it wasn't if it was just all smoke. But we see that, too. We've seen all this stuff. And there's a lot of questions. He said, quote, the information provided to my office involve involves concerns about the FBI's receipt and use of derogatory information relating to Hunter Biden and the FBI's false portrayal of acquired evidence as disinformation. 
So he wrote the AG and wrote the FBI director, Senator Grassley did. And they, he said that they would like, they, they want to, they're looking into this. Another investigation for Hunter. Now, this all came up uh, after these revelations last week that the federal investigation into Hunter Biden had reached a very critical juncture and investigators were weighing whether or not to charge him. The DOJ probe in Delaware intensified in recent weeks, and that's per CNN, which, you know, take it. But they said they were looking at tax violations and making false statements on at purchasing a firearm. That's what one source said. Because remember, at the time that he purchased that firearm, the that coincided with all of the 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 time that the those videos that you saw everywhere from his from uh, his cloud and from his laptops. That's the same time that those were recorded. So he was an active drug user. That's a question on that 4473. He lied on it. That's a falsification. That's actionable. Unless your name is rhymes with Schmunter Haydn. So Biden has always said he doesn't have any knowledge of his son's business dealings. We know that's not true. Information from that. It, all of the information they tell on themselves. All of this stuff came to light because Hunter Biden's such a hot mess. He has told on his whole family this whole time. That's what all of this has been. Now, they say that the uh, furthermore, there was there's these. Let me pull this up. There were these documents too. this documentation from Catherine Herridge, who got this letter that was written from Chuck Grassley to Merrick Garland and Chris Ray, the FBI director. And it gets into there's some very interesting things that have been that she had pointed out in this letter that the information, the receipt and use of derogatory information, uh, and it gets into how uh, in September of the the investigation, September 2020 and the FBI headquarters and uh, about uh, the, and they, they get into, gosh, there's a lot of information here. Uh, The direction of the investigation, his, his, his financial dealings, the misconduct regarding the firearm and uh, all of this stuff. Uh, But he's like, he wants uh, an investigation into this. He wants to know why there's a whistleblower that is telling him these things. And why is it that they're, it seems like they've been dragging their feet because they have. He said that these are, you know, these, uh, based on that the FBI was trying to back in 2020, trying to shut down all of this damaging information. And they did it by falsely uh, characterizing it and tried to improperly discredit this this negative Hunter Biden information as disinformation. This is from the letter based on allegations verified and verifiable derogatory information on Hunter Biden was falsely labeled as disinformation. And they said that it was Timothy Thiebold who ident- he, he was identified by Grassley as being the agent who ordered the, uh, the uh, Hunter Biden reporting the derogatory information as closed and that Thiebold was a, a FBI senior agent at the Bureau's Washington field office. And woof. And he says that in doing this, Thiebold likely violated, quote, federal laws, regulations, and the FBI and the Federal Bureau of Investigation guidelines. So they want 
to have a review of this, which I completely think is absolutely acceptable. I mean, this is crazy. I just, just, I want you to imagine if this is the stuff that was just on his cloud, the videos that were leaked out and the stuff on his laptops that were his and that are now in FBI custody. What isn't out there that foreign entities, geopolitical foes have that isn't out yet? Because think of this. I honestly think that the only reason this stuff is coming out now is because this is the other tactic that Democrats are using to try to keep Joe Biden from considering another run. Like, we'll shame your family. We'll do this. We'll ruin your other son, all this other stuff. I don't even think that I think they will come out with the rest of this stuff after midterms. They'll drop all this stuff after midterms. They'll, They'll I think there's even a hell of a lot more that that it just hasn't been released yet. And it'll be released if if Joe doesn't step down after midterms. If he if he does not commit to one term, I think that they're gonna they'll drop the rest of this. You can't tell me that there's not more. Golly, there's like this guy had so much this is crazy. He had so much stuff. But it's I mean, it is yeah, they buried these stories. While they were going after parents and calling parents domestic terrorists because they were speaking out in school boards. Yeah, they were they were sitting here covering up Hunter Biden's his behavior, just asinine. And we're supposed to trust these people. These are the people we're supposed to trust. I have a couple of other things to uh, touch on too. Uh, the soundbite, the Matt Gates soundbite, which is making the rounds. I'm tired of people being offended by this stuff. I really am. I'm really tired of people being angry and offended theatrically and trying to pretend that they're victims because somebody said, did you hear what he said? Do we have that soundbite? We, we have, he was asked, he was asked about the women who are, was it the women who are doing the abor- abortion protests and all this stuff? Yep. Yeah, listen to this. Is it safe to say that based off of your comments, you're suggesting that these women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight? Yes. What do you say to people who think that those comments are offensive? Be offended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And where's the lie? No lies detected. And wait, is he? I and I know there's a lot of stuff going on about Matt Gates. I just I'm I don't care. I just think that this is a very interesting Warshock test. Are we? Is he supposed to have fallen at the feet of this female reporter and uh, like I don't know, apologize profusely because she's a female? That's an appeal to the female sex as being superior in this situation. So they're using this as like an appeal to authority as a way to like browbeat the respondent male, which is stupid. It's an, it's an illogical ruse. No. And yes, have you seen some of these broads out there? Some of the people that are loudest about this have no fears about being impregnated by a member of the opposite sex. No one loves humanity that much to jump on that size of a landmine. I'm just I'm just simply stating fact. I think it's asinine that people find the response, this type of response, more offensive than the act which they are protesting that government mandated up until birth. That's two different types of people. If you're more offended by innocuous remarks over the types of people that are the loudest and most egregiously ridiculous in this debate, more so than the action that is that the debate is over then yes, you deserve to be publicly mocked. And I will not be convinced or persuaded in any shape or form to feel bad about it. 
Anne? Because it's true. Moving on. We, uh, <laughs> I wanted to get, I'm going to put this on the table. I got a, gosh, I got a couple of things. I have a story about the uh, woke gender stuff. And this story about a woman who w- discovered that her husband, she owned, a, she owned a daycare, and her retired police officer husband was molesting kids at the daycare, so she shot him in the head. We're going to talk about that. But because, I'm, I mean, yes, vigilanteism and all that stuff, but, you know, you know how I feel about, about predators. The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year. And some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. There is a new Emerson College Polling Hill survey of very likely voters for the Missouri Republican primary, and it finds Attorney General and Republican candidate leader Eric Schmidt with a 12-point lead for U.S. Senate over his closest competitor with 33% of the vote. Uh, Vicki Hartzler follows with 21%. And uh, former governor, he had to cut a deal with Kim Gardner after the supermajority Republican legislature found that he was going to be impeached. Uh, he is third place with 16%. Uh, I just have to say, personally, all of the establishment K Street people I know are really pushing greetings in this, but... Uh, you guys know where I stand on that issue. I just don't want to see no more soft on the second Republicans in the Senate. And that's why Schmidt is the only. Hartzler's nice, but she's a moderate. Look at her record. Uh, Schmidt's the only one. I mean, legit. Otherwise, you know, go ahead and turn your guns in. Uh, also, this, uh, I have a golly. We got, I didn't even get to a lot of this stuff. There, There is another out of control 21 ton Chinese rocket falling to Earth a year after their last debris showered over the Indian Ocean. So I think they're irresponsible with space and need to stop. The Mega Millions jackpot is $810 million plus. Uh, Chris, is, Chris refuses. He says, that, he says that a lot of things are attacks on stupidity and he won't. I already have it spent in my head. I'm just saying. Most of it's from lawfare, through lawfare. Just going after my enemies. I told you guys this. Uh, Paul Sorvino, another good fellow. Mira Sorvino's dad has passed away. He's passed away at 83 does that because we've had two well also sadly Hank Williams Hank Williams Jr.'s wife passed away she had complications related to some plastic surgery uh, she passed away ended up I think had like a lung collapse and some other things you know how oh and Tony Dow who Kane says is the the Beaver yeah. Cleaver's brother thank you the older brother yes so that's three right three or is there because if there's another one then there has to be that's my grandmother's rule I can't I'm tied to it I can't help it a chess playing Russian robot breaks the finger of a seven-year-old child during a match. Of course, it grabbed the finger of its seven-year-old opponent and broke it during the Moscow Chess Open Tournament. And Sergei Lazarev said the robot broke the child's finger. Of course, this is bad. The boy was able to play the next day and finish the tournament with his finger in a cast. Robots are mean. Stay with us. Want a behind-the-scenes look at The Dana Show? Subscribe to Dana's chapter and verse newsletter for a deeper dive in all things Dana at danalash.com. Supreme Court to take away a constitutional right that had been recognized 
the people of America will impact a lot of people and differently in some situations and we need to be responsive to these issues and also lift up the voices of all people who will be impacted in the way that they will be impacted. So that's why we are convened today and um, I will add a couple of points in terms of the direct impact that we anticipate there will be from the Dobbs decision. Um. She well, needs a speechwriter. Welcome back to the program. Um, Dana Lash here with you. That was the vice president. Someone said, you know in high school when a teacher gives you a word minimum, but you're short by 100, so you just like write a sentence that means nothing? This is that. Her, let me read her sentence. I actually, and I'm glad that there was a transcript with this because I needed to see it. I'm a visual person. The sentence is this. It will impact a lot of people and differently in some situations, and we need to be responsive to these issues and also lift up the voices of all people who will be impacted in the way that they will be impacted. A couple of points in terms of the direct impact. Um, I don't think I can add anything to that. That's, uh, gosh, we need to have her debate. She did debate. I don't remember watching it. I don't think anybody did. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so there's that. Mm-hmm. The vice president, everybody. The vice president. That's, that's who it is. And then, um, the goodness, there's a couple of, they just, I'm, I'm just looking at some of the stuff that they're doing right now, the, the frontier bill and all of this, you know, you have, as I was saying on Thursday, you have the second reading or the first read, sorry, of the uh, 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 second quarter GDP growth. Um, it's expected to be bad. And that's why they're trying to now say, well, it's not a recession. It's like a pre-recession. No. And you all feel this too. You all know it too. I want to direct your attention to this story i can't um well we all right so we know self-defense we know vigilanteism right we've we've talked about this yesterday on this radio program but there's sometimes when you're like hmm when you see the justice system like for instance the woman who who was firing off shots in dallas love field yesterday this was a woman who had previously tried to rob a bank and had burned a house down and she was out walking free because of restorative justice and restorative justice as we all know is no justice at all so now there is the story of a daycare owner the daycare owner 50 50 year old woman named shantiari weems is being held on domestic violence and uh, firearms charge she shot her 57 year old husband james weems jr on Thursday in Washington, D.C. Now, what happened is on Thursday, parents were texting Shantiari, telling them they had reported her husband for molesting their children. They were from Baltimore. They were staying in this hotel because Weems was attending an event. And they were arguing in in the room. And... She confronted him. It was at the Mandarin Oriental and an argument erupted and she shot him. She wounded him but didn't kill him and a one-hour police standoff followed. 
She was arrested. He was taken to the hospital. She said that she wants justice for the kids. She says, I want these kids to get justice. My only, she says, my only regret for me is I didn't put a bullet in his head. And I can't say that I disagree with her sentiment. Because he is being charged with child molestation now. So he worked as a private security guard after he retired from the force. And it was back in 2005. And the parents had been, they, they made the complaints. And they were texting her and telling her all of this. This is just a horrifying story. She wrote an apology to the husband's alleged victims, whom she referred to as her babies. And she said that she normally doesn't handle firearms. Apparently, she took one from their safe. I don't know how, you know, why, why or whatever, how she brought it, you know, with them. Um, but, man, this is, uh, this, is, this is a wild story. And when the police arrived at the hotel... They were standing outside and she was yelling through the door. He's a child molester. He's a child molester. That's what she was saying. And she said, I didn't, I wasn't going to kill him. I was, I was going to hurt him. But then she said later that, yeah, I've, you know, I should have put a, she said she should have put a bullet in his head. And so I'm just, I, I don't know. They had a, there was a GoFundMe that was set up for her and all this stuff. And of course, GoFundMe took it down because I, because it's a crime. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get that. So he's, he's accused and he's being charged with sexually abusing at least three children. He's facing 13 charges total. Uh, and this is according to the Baltimore Sun. The third degree in, in sexual abuse involving a minor, each three counts each. Uh, second degree assault, fourth degree sexual offense, and he also faces a charge of displaying obscene material to a minor. He is in, he's hospitalized in police custody pending extradition. And she told police that she shot, according to court filings, that she shot him after. She said, I, she had apparently told him and they heard through the door, I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to paralyze you. I hope they get you in prison. She, she wasn't going to kill him. I know. I mean, she said, is it an attempted murder? She said she wasn't going to kill him. She just wanted to paralyze him. You know, Kane, I need your thoughts on this because you know how I feel about child predators. And I feel like some of the reasons that there are so many out there is because there's not enough of a deterrence in our judicial system. That part I agree with. Also, I'm not familiar with the law on um, um, paralyzing. Like, you know what I mean? Not yeah. attempted paralyzing. I'm really not sure what the legal... Yeah, I, I definition don't know is either. of that. Yeah, I don't. But so, and they apparently they they had her. I think they they had her hearing uh, Friday. Her first hearing it was moved to Friday. So I I know that I'm trying to look at this. I'm trying to be very objective and look at this because normally what happens she if you if you reported to the police then they would maybe you would be arrested maybe you'd have bond maybe you wouldn't maybe you would be released but we've seen how many times have people been released and offended again reoffended i'm not arguing for vigilanteism i'm just simply saying you know i'm trying to look at this woman's mindset i mean i can't i cannot say that if i was in front of someone who had been with evidence accused of being a child molester that I would not want to do the same. Right? 
it's I don't think that I the fact that the death penalty isn't the only punishment for a child predator is a failing of our justice system. I think the moment they're convicted, take them out back. Boom. One and done. That's it. Quick and easy. And it's a deterrent. I so I don't know. But I do think that she I do think that she is correct that he is not going to have a fun time in prison. Because from what I understand, prisoners do not like child predators and they don't take kindly to them. So I don't know. I I just I understand his and his he had life threatening injuries after, but he's he's he wasn't killed. He's just going to be injured. I don't know if he's going to be paralyzed after or what. But yeah, police were telling her to come out. And she said, blank you. He's a child molester. And then he started yelling at her and she said, you know, shut up. I will kill you. And, you know, just man, man, man. I don't know. I don't I can't you know, I can't get mad at her it's really difficult like what am i supposed to be mad at her for for be after she gets this evidence and then she's going to take out a child molester i mean come on she's doing a community service i'm just you know maybe she should get you know fine because it was considered vigilantism or whatever just you know go through the justice system but can we like i don't know maybe give her an award yeah. for for you know handling some business i'm just saying all right i got some more stuff here too i want to make sure that we get on your table uh, before the end of the day, I was looking at this insane piece that was done by uh, Mary Olihan, and it was over at Daily Wire. A woman, a biological woman who formerly identified as a trans man, says a Chicago area hospital opted to prioritize gender ideology over her biological reality when she went to that hospital for help. It is amazing. It was ideology over biology in treating a biological girl who was identifying as a male. Now, she is, and I keep seeing these these stories that are similar to this, that the ideology is now something that is becoming more of a priority than the actual biological reality. There's also this, incre- this incredible story um, from Kelsey Bolar. She's been working on this piece for the past several months about a Chicago mother who lost custody of her daughter because she says her daughter is a girl. The mother's name is Jeanette Cooper. She and her ex-husband were divorced in 2015. Cooper got custody of their daughter six days, seven nights a week. The two shared a happy, healthy mother-daughter relationship. On July 22, 2019, after a regular custodial visit to her father's house, her 12-year-old daughter then refused to come home. The next morning, she insisted that not only was she transgender, but felt unsafe around her mom. It was the first time Cooper had ever heard, learned about her daughter's transgender identity. She said prior to that, her daughter never once exhibited a single sign of gender dysphoria. She said her daughter actually was more girlier. She was like girlier more so than, you know, and had girlier behaviors and preferences more so than she ever did. And since declaring that she was transgender three years ago, Cooper has seen her daughter for a total of eight and a half hours. She lives lives less than 10 minutes away. She's not allowed to visit. She can only communicate with her daughter by U.S. mail. And 
there was a court order investigation. It found no evidence of abuse or neglect. They cited Cooper's need to, quote, further her understanding and support of a minor child as relates to the child's minor, the minor child's gender dysphoria. And Cooper set, has an understanding of the concept of a transgender identity. It's just not the concept uh, Bowler writes that people want her to have. And she's warning parents how gender ideology has become the latest weapon in parental custody battles. That is super depressing and so sad. I'm going to link this. You've got to read it because it's something. This isn't the first time we've seen this either. There was a case that was that was in uh, uh, Capel, Texas, where a guy, a dad and a mom, they got divorced. They had uh, twin sons and one of the boys, the mom was insistent that the boy was transgender. And the boy apparently told the dad he didn't want to dress as a girl. And they had a big fight over it. And the mom won. It was just crazy. But this is happening you you see this being used and weaponized it's just it's just another way it's like you're re-victimizing the kids and who's i don't know there's uh, questions abound but i do think it's something that definitely i do think social media contributes to this particularly what tiktok and everything else because you're sharing ideas and you think oh everybody's like this maybe i am too it's trendy to be like this it's everybody's doing this and Everyone has these same, these same talking points and this, you know, all, it's just, I don't know. Listen to the Dana show live on the Odyssey app weekdays, noon to 3 PM Eastern time. New headline from New York post home prices plunging substantially on cratering demand. You knew this, we're on the right on the edge of this major market correction. And the cash-strapped buyers, it's going to get even harder. Kane and I were just talking about this. Interest rate, in, the interest rate is increasing again. And it's going to be, what, 6 with all said and done, 6%? For a uh, 30-year mortgage? For a 30-year yeah, mortgage. Yeah, I, I expect to see it north of 6%. Jeez. We got, uh, coming up this week, we're going to have Charles Payne on and Grover Norquist. And we're going to dive into all of this stuff because this is just ahead of this uh, GDP, the latest second quarter for that coming out Thursday, that report. That's why you see all the talking points about recession and all of this stuff. It's 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 bad. I mean, we are in a recession. They can try to argue this all they want to, but people are not. You can't lie to people about what they're paying for a house. You can't, you know, you can't you can't lie about this. I mean, it it is what it is. It's sad, too. I mean, we had such a great economy and I don't know why we shut it down. And then we made stupid decisions even after things started reopening. But we're going to have all of that for you, and I'll have a separate piece out about that uh, coming out on Thursday uh, on the Actually, finance side. Actually, it'll probably go north of 7%. I'm looking at a 30-year fixed right now. It's at six and a half, It's north yeah. of 6.5%. Yeah. So. It's, it's not good. None of this is good. None of this is good. But, hey, it's uh, you know transitory. I, people are having trouble paying bills. I was reading something, too. Half of Americans are falling deeper into debt. And the, I mean, lay, I mean, layoffs are coming. This next, uh, goodness, I'm just looking at all the places. Here's they said that the households that are having some of the most trouble. It's actually Dallas and Fort Worth. Interesting. Followed by uh, Houston and then some other. Pl- I mean, because it's, and then shopping habits. Apparently, ice cream is getting hit. People aren't buying as much. I'm reading, I'm going to link this. I'll have this in your newsletter. 
Uh, it, yeah, it's it's ugh. buckle up. It's an economy week. Today's stupidity, Kane. All right, it's our president. Knowing that we are definitely in a recession, this is how he responds to and the Mr. question. Mr. President, we're getting GDP numbers on Thursday. How worried should Americans be that we could be in a recession? We're not going to be in a recession, uh, in my view. The thing is, in we already view? are. Yeah, we already are. So, that's I mean, how stupid. is he? What does that even mean? I'm like, we're not going to be in a recession, in my view. Well, you know, that's. No, it's so glad that you're not an economist. All right, folks, that does it for us today. Make sure you go sign up for that newsletter over at Substack. The link is in all of my social media profiles. Find Find us on Facebook. Have a great night. Back with you tomorrow. How much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app.